You know, I never saw life as an adult. Like, I never could see it. I never envisioned it. I never thought about it outside of after college. Like Me either. And I think, and I used to think, like, because I couldn't see it, that I was going to die young. Like, I always thought I was going to be one of those people that was going to, like, die in a car crash. Or I just knew I was going to die young. Like, I could see my funeral. Like, everything. I really thought that I was going to be one of those people that I was going to die young. So the fact that I'm 26 is like, okay. Now I can see, but now I can see the future. Now I can see myself as a mom. Now I can see myself as a wife. Yeah, it's like, like a new level. It is, but I think it's because I was dealing with being having suicidal thoughts and stuff. I think that's what made me not be able to see it. And then I was just in bad situations after bad situations after bad situations. It was like, I don't know. I can't even see that far. But now that life is better... And not as ghetto, you know? <laughs> I, I really can see it. Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I'm LaDerek Rayel. I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to be talking about... Then versus now. Bam. Okay, so like, y'all know stuff from back in the day that has changed about you now. So that's what we're going to start talk about. And we're going to start off with, you know, our favorite music. Like, like artists, it could be genre. So like back in the day, I used to love Chris Brown. Like I used to think I was Sierra because I went to Riverdale <laughs> Middle, I mean Riverdale Elementary. I used to think I was Sierra. I remember when this, Sierra was my first CD that I ever had. So like I knew I was gonna be a choreographer like Sierra. Like Sierra was my girl. I love Chris Brown. I love, I didn't like love B2K. I wasn't like a B2K fan, but I loved Omarion separately. Um. I loved, um, like, Gwen, Gwen Stefani. I loved Avril Lavigne. Like, I loved all that music, but I also loved hip-hop. Like, I loved Gucci Mane. And clearly, to this day, that has not changed. So, in now... It's the longevity for me. Listen, because I have been holding on tight to my Gucci Mane for life, but um, Sierra's music is, like, not for me anymore. Like, I love her. I love her as a wife, I love her as a mother, I love her as a mogul, I love her as a model. Like, I love Sierra now. My love for Sierra has gone nowhere. But my love for her music has faded. Um, and I think it's just because she's in different places in her life, she's making different kind of music. Right. Um, but female artists, now that I'm just in love with, like, I've become an old schoolie. Like, and I got, I became like this way in college. So, like, I love Jill Scott. I love India Irie. I love women who own who they are as a woman like they own their sexuality they own their femininity like those are the kind of artists that I usually gravitate towards like people like Meg The Stallion like people like Lotto like those kind of people are people like genuine women who are themselves no matter what I that's kind of music I like let's do and then you know Gucci Mane is just it period I don't care if y'all say he a clone whatever whatever <laughs> I would never leave any party without requesting Gucci Mane from the DJ. Love. So what about you? Like what music then and now? Um, I would say when I was younger, I used to listen to a bunch of Outkast. I used to listen to what else? Whew. I loved Outkast. Oh my god, my My music was tailored to around what my parents listened same, to. Same, same. So I really won't say I had like a taste of music back then. I just listened to whatever they listened to. So it was like Jodeci, Outkast, mm. um, Mario, Mariah Carey. Oh, Mariah Carey was my girl. When you're my... <laughs> I'm gonna kill y'all ears. So, and you know, I really didn't like 
Get your own. Sierra taste. was your first CD. Chris Brown yes. was my first CD. Which in Chris Brown CD? Grade. You remember the name? Because mine was album. Sierra Goodies, her first album. It was his first album. Oh, okay. With the microphone thing. Yeah. I think Rennie was on his first album. Um, that was my very first album. That was in fifth grade. And then now, like, like you said, I like people who talk and own their sexuality and their experiences. So I listen to. I'm an old soul a little bit, so I like Anita Baker. Yes, um, love me some Anita Baker. Love Janae Aiko. Yes, Jasmine Sullivan, Frank yes. Ocean. Yes, um, I like people who are sultry. Like that's the type of music I gravitate mm. towards. I feel like it it sets the vibe for me. Yeah. So definitely my music taste has changed. You know, every now and then I like my little trap music on my way to work to deal with them badass kids. Ooh. But you know. <laughs> You gotta, I gotta get in the mood. Get y'all kids bump, together. Can't pull up bumping. <laughs> fucking Frank Ocean. I gotta listen to Nuck if you buck a few times. A few times. Put a it on repeat. Put it on repeat. In the parking repeat. lot. And I was with the windows for that. down. Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> I didn't hear the parking lot part. Parking lot. Perfect. I was sorry for that. When I was in the uh, seventh grade, one of the sisters, Princess, the dark skinned girl, mm-hmm. her daddy came to our middle school in my science class because her brother went to school there. And the daddy came passing out flyers of the girls half naked telling us to listen to their new album that was coming out. And I'm trying to figure out how in the seventh grade you was able to come into the school and pass out flyers. If y'all went to Salem Middle School in the seventh grade, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. But anywho, let's (laughs) move on to liquor now. I didn't start drinking alcohol, and yes, I started drinking underage. Who, whatever you want to say, I'm 26. I can't go to jail. Mind your damn business. Her, uh, but I started drinking alcohol freshman year. I was 17 years old. So when did you start drinking alcohol? Um, I started drinking alcohol in middle school. Okay, <laughs> so we're just gonna keep going. Sorry, mom. Um, she knows. Oh, okay. So I started drinking exclusive. Exclusive was a $10 bottle of pink alcohol that was disgusting but and now when i think about it it was like five of us and we would all get our own bottle of exclusive exclusive and why didn't we just put our money together and get a real right we didn't think about it we didn't we were idiots everybody's wanted their own bottles i I started i literally started off drinking exclusive then that's when e and j came out and then you had palma sign and i never drunk new amsterdam but then i was drinking pucker i was drinking a lot of vodka back then like I would drink a little bit of, of I wasn't even drinking cognac, it was just whiskey. Cause then they had, um, with, uh, not Jameson, but um, Jack Daniels. Mm. I was drinking a lot of whiskey and vodka in college. But now as an adult with some cash, and interestingly enough, huh. I transitioned over to Hennessy, but now I just drink tequila and wine. And then the first wine, we actually have it tonight. Um, the first wine I ever had was Barefoot Moscato. That was the first wine I ever had. Um, and it tastes just as good as it did before. But now, you know, I try new wines now because I'm like, uh, I don't always have to drink something that's like expensive. I want to drink something that's going to be just worth the buzz. So, right. and I try to look at something with a high alcohol, alcohol content, content because <laughs> I want to listen. <laughs> I want to feel the wine. I want to know. Yes, Aaliyah, you drunk wine today. So, what about you? Um, for me, like I said, I so stupid of me. My mom used to buy vodka, and I used to mix it <laughs> with Ooh. my Kool Aid oh. when I was younger. And it wouldn't be a lot, but you know, if you're doing it every day over a course of a week, your parents gonna start picking up on. My stuff is going low, oh and I know I didn't drink God. all that. 
So I didn't tell her that till I was older, of course. But um, oh. when I got the first time I got drunk, I was with my cousin G, and it was the How summer before you? I went out to college, so oh, okay. I was seventeen. Okay. Um, whew. baby, I tell you, I drank everything under the sun. I was, oh Lord, that was my first hangover, the first time. I oh my God, was we gotta drunk. do it. We're gonna do a video about that our first, and we're gonna go live Ooh. for that one. So y'all check that out. And Ooh. then when I met you guys. Like Rachel's drink was Ivanovich and Taco Vodka. Oh, I used to be like, "What is that? Nasty. I've never heard of that." And then Quan used to drink E and J. And then yep. you know we lived for exclusive back then, exclusive oh. rosé. That was my shit. I How used many to be times I threw up off that? I can't even in tell the cab, y'all. Drunk as fuck, mixing my exclusive rosé with nasty ass powder. Oh, what's wrong with you? That was a hot. Do you love yourself? <laughs> do you drink now? Because oh my. Now okay, so I've elevated. So when I moved out of my campus dorm and all that stuff, and I was able to drink, I was drinking uh, Ciroc. Okay. Amaretta, I think that's what it is. Uh-huh. And then I transitioned from that to tequila. At first I was drinking Jose. Yes, he was. Then I started drinking um, El Himador for a little bit. Now it's strictly Lunazul or Casamigos. Like oh, I can't even rich. drink. Casamigos. I can't oh, even God. drink Jose Cuevo no more without getting that. Uh, not an attitude, but a headache. Ah, a little, little, little bit of both. A little, little <laughs> So you know, if y'all see me out, if I'm out, Casamigos and orange juice with a splash oh. of Red Bull, preferably. Thank you. Ah. And then you know I drink wine now because I don't like drinking hard liquor all the time. I try to. Control yeah. myself so y'all know I go through phases of not eating meat. So when I don't eat meat, I get lit real quick. Yeah. So right now, uh, uh, almost a year ago for Leah's birthday, we went to Chateau Alon. Yeah. So I'm drinking Duck and Creek Red. That's one of their sponsored wines. Um, it's good. It's good. It gets it's a the people going. Muscadine wine. <laughs> it gets the it's people provocative. going. It is. I don't remember it because I was drinking so much, y'all. I was all over the place that day. Had a great time. Check out that vlog. But anywho, all right, Lederick, how has your hairstyle changed huh? from then to now? So, honestly, I'll go back and forth. Okay. One thing I haven't done, though, I went through a phase in high school or was it middle school? I think it was high school where I had the fro hawk. You had a fro hawk? Yes. I, I hated hawk. mohawks. I hated mohawks. I hated fro hawk. <laughs> and I had a fro hawk. But I hated mohawks. I My daddy had a mohawk. I hated mohawks. Oh, they were so ugly. I thought I was cute. I thought I was cute with mine too. And then I was like, oh, this is why I hate them. <laughs> so, um, so I go back and forth between low fades and then grow my hair out so yes, I am making the pledge that this was the last year I cut my hair because I like my hair oh, being long look at um, us lying together I'm not lying I'm going to hold myself to it so if you guys see me I'm throwing my clippers away that's what I'm going to do because I'm not going to go buy another one that'll make me realize that I don't need to cut it because some shit's expensive mm-hmm. so yeah what about you so you're growing your hair back out mm-hmm. so locks no I'm not going to get locks because I like to change up my hair style a okay. too often. Okay, then. We'll see how this goes, guys. Y'all stay tuned. Follow him on Instagram, dear. You Tito. will see the growth. We're gonna see. He gonna cut it. I'm not. But me, um, I was not allowed to cut my hair until 
never. I got to college and I cut my hair for the first time and I was so excited. My hair was real long. I was like, nope, I'm gonna cut my hair. I want something new. Ever since then, literally almost every other year, I grow my hair all the way out and then I chop it off. Then I grow it all the way out and then I chop it off. Now, I pledge to myself as well that last year on my birthday was the last time I'm gonna cut my hair. The reason being is because I go to the gym so much, it's like having short hair, you don't be cute after you go to the gym because I be sweating. I don't know about y'all, but I be in there leaving looking like I don't went to the pool. So now I'm gonna keep my hair long, but um, I just started doing my own hair now and that has been very exciting to just trying different styles on my hair. One thing I would never do again is color my hair because last time I colored my hair, I lost my edges on the right side. Look like a cancer patient walking around for Valley State University's campus. And I will never do that again. Um, but I am open to new styles, but I don't think I'm ever going to cut my hair again because it's just too much work when you want a different hairstyle and it's like, you can't because you don't got no damn hair. What they going to grip? What they going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Okay, so let me think. What's another good one we got on the list? Hobbies. Okay, so like when I was younger, I used to write a lot. I used to write about everything. I used to just write all the time. And as I've gotten older, when I when I went to college, I kind of like stopped writing. But now I've started back writing again, and I love it. When I was younger, I wasn't scared of heights. And then I told myself when I got older, you got to beat that fear of heights. So then I started doing zip lines. I started like walking up mountains, doing things that were going to make me face those fears. I was like, if I'm going to be somebody mama, I can't be scared. Now, roller coasters, I don't like them. So I'm not getting on them. But I'm not afraid of them anymore as I was. So I'll get on a roller coaster if my legs are dangling. But if I'm sitting in that chair strapped up, oh, no, no. I don't see too many shows, too many news articles where them little kids get stuck. And what y'all not going to do is have me stuck on nobody's ride. What about you? Have any of your hobbies? Oh, other hobbies of mine that have changed. Um, not even changed, but just now, like, I love trying new things. And when I was younger, I didn't really try new things. I wanted to, but I just didn't have the money to. So now, when I have a little extra cash, I love doing new things. I love traveling. When I was younger, I can't say that I love traveling. I hated traveling when I was younger, actually, because... I would go to my dad's house every other weekend, and so I used to live out of a suitcase. So I hated living out of a suitcase. I hated going from here to there. But now, as an adult, even when I travel now, I unpack. If anyone who knows me, if we're going somewhere that's longer than two days, Aaliyah is going to spray down them drawers and hang up some clothes. I'm going to be comfortable wherever. <laughs> I'm going to set up my sink wherever we stay in. I am going to be comfortable where I'm at. Even when we did the cabin for your birthday with Eric, I hung up clothes. So I was like, no, I'm going to be comfortable here because this is where I'm staying for these two nights, three days, I think it was. Mm -hmm. But what about you? Have any hobbies from then to now changed or you kept the same? Um, My main hobby when I was younger was writing poetry. So that's wow, definitely that's stayed the same. Too. I wrote my first poem when I was in elementary school. Um, and ever since then, I've been writing um, so I'm going to pledge that I'm going to start posting my poetry on my Instagram. Yes, y'all need to catch it. I have been trying to. He texts me them at like 10 o'clock at night, and I just be like, "Ooh, <laughs> I want someone to love me like this." I'm going to start posting more on social media. I've been slapping over the past few years. Yes, he has. But so, he's back and he's better. So follow him at Derek Set. So underscore Derek yes. Set. So. 
Um, I've gotten into photography, so I'm doing that. Yes, HB photography. Um, what else? What else do you do now? Let me think. Can you think of anything that I do now that I didn't do? And then I'll think of the same for you. Hmm. I can't think of I can't think of anything that you do now that you didn't do before. Yeah, I think we've all done. I don't I can't think of anything. Any habits that are different from then to now. When I was a child, I used to hate cleaning. Now I love cleaning. I love cleaning up. I love washing dishes. I love sweeping. Now mind you, I love doing this for myself. I don't love doing this for other people. Let's keep it a thousand percent here this evening. But that is definitely a habit that I have now. Um, I just love, I love being quiet now. I used to be real, I'm still loud, as y'all can hear, but I love being in solitude now. Like, I don't, I used to always want to like be where all the people was, be around people. Now it's like, I'm okay with sitting back, being chilling by myself, and then I'll be around people when I want to be around people. Right. So I like that about myself, that those habits have changed, because it's like, sometimes you need to chill, sometimes you need to come down a few notches, sometimes... I need to relax. What about you? Have you had any habits that are different? Um, I have started to not put myself on the back burner, so I make it Ooh, a conscious decision to that, choose. Wait me a minute! First. Wait a minute! We can't we can't get through that too fast. <laughs> that's a word. How did you get there? If you don't uh, mind us taking the pause there. Hard, hard nights. Lots and lots of lots of self-reflection. Um, yeah. I just had to realize that I was putting a lot of people before me. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized that I was creating habits for other people to always feel like I was accessible to them no matter what. And mm-hmm. then I wasn't getting anything from those situations. I was like, mm, put yourself first. So it means you can't answer your phone after a certain time, then don't. Like, of course, for my friends, I'll always answer my phone. Even Aaliyah, she'll call me, are you busy? I'm doing this, but what's up? No, I'll call you. No. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> I will be like, okay, bye. And so, um, it's just, it took a lot. I'll say that. It took a lot. But it was worth the work. It was worth the work and the struggle. It was a learning experience, I'll say that. I think I'm going through that now. I've been working on myself since I turned 24 and I'm 26, so clearly I have a lot more work to do, but I'm just, I'm glad I'm at the point to where I'm, I'm okay with saying that to myself. It's like, it's okay that I don't have it together, but I'm committed to getting it together. And I may leave this earth and it's still not together, but at least I can leave this earth knowing I attempted to get it together and I was intentional about getting it together technology what about your technology has changed oh child so i started off with singular and my phone had a mirror on the front wait a minute not a mirror (laughs) on the front i see you (laughs) so that was my first phone in sixth grade um i went from that to having a razor um everybody had a razor now it's the razors had a hold on us no it's just it's different Having an iPhone? Um, thinking about how far technology has come. Yeah, like, period. Because, like, when I was younger, I had a damn... I remember having... I had a flip phone, but a regular flip phone. Not no, like, nice, super razor. No, I had a regular flip phone from Walmart. Like, I had a Walmart phone. I remember having a CD player when I was in middle school, taking my CD player with me to the, um, 
hair salon and taking a couple CDs with me to the hair salon. Like, I re- I remember that. Like, and to now, and I remember getting an iPad, an iPod. I remember my dad had the humongous iPod with like five million songs. You had to roll that little circle around to get to your song. And then I remember getting an iPhone. And it's like, wait a minute, it's music in your in your and it's a phone. I remember Shazam when it was on this little skinny phone, like. The phone was skinnier than, it was like three fingers big. Like it was a small, small phone. No, two fingers big, it was small. And you could hold the phone up and it would know what song was playing. It was like the beginning of Shazam. And I begged my mom and dad for that phone. When I tell you I begged for that phone, my stepdad said he's gonna get it for me, but as you can see, it never happened. Probably cause my mom, she probably was hating. (laughs) But anywho, um, I remember that, I remember I remember, you know, computers. And I remember going to my grandma's house and she had a computer and it was on dial-up. And yes. if she was trying to be on the phone and my uncle was on the computer and she would yell at me like, get off the computer, I'm trying to be on the phone because you couldn't be on both. Like, it's when I think about technology though, Lederick, it's, it's like, so far. and our kids are not going to understand the trouble, the, the, they don't, they're not going to remember, they're not going to know floppy disk. They're not going to know, um, cassette tapes and having to round re- re- uh, them back. They're not going to know about getting a VHS and have to rewind, rewind it before, it. before oh you take it back to Blockbuster God. because they our would charge you if you didn't last. do that. Yes. Our gener- I realized that our generation is the last to ever be in that in-between phase. Like We, we saw the transition. Before technology really blew up yeah. and now we're here after technology. Because my mom said she had prime. a typewriter in college. My mom had a typewriter too. That, could you they imagine having to go a to typewriter? The I mean, we used to have, we used, I didn't have a laptop in college, so I used to have to go to the library in college. I didn't have a laptop. I would have to be in, I was in the computer lab. You was in the mud. I was, I was, I didn't have no laptop. I was (laughs) was in the, trenches. I was in the computer lab doing all my work. I I did not have a laptop. I used to come see y'all in the uh, computer lab. Yeah. But the computer lab would be slick a club. Like, it's slick was was a hangout. Especially with Coach, um, I can't think of his name. It wasn't nobody either when I was there. Oh. Oh, when I used to go, it was this coach in there. We he used to be like over the computer coach lab. Uh uh-uh. uh. If I if, if if I let me see if I can find my Instagram. But anyways, we would just he would we would go in there and he would give us so much advice on guys and like you don't need to be dating these guys. They don't even got their life together. I wish I could remember y'all. If y'all went to Fort Valley, y'all know who I'm talking about. But anywho, technology has come such a long way, and sometimes I'm scared of technology. Like it's like they try to sell us stuff off of the accessibility factor. But it's like you don't even realize that it's using so much of your personal information. Like the fact that you have an Apple wallet, you can connect your bank accounts to. That's a lot of trust we're giving Apple. That's true. And we just like, okay. All right. So is there anything that you like now that you disliked back then or vice versa? Um. Yeah. I can't really say. Really? Uh, Nothing? Nada? I didn't like people back then, and I don't like people now, so I guess... Oh, you know, you know, (laughs) you know. I'll rephrase that. I don't like being around large groups of people. Okay. Um, I've always been... an introverted extrovert. Okay. So... I would really be okay with my group of friends having fun with them versus being out with a large group of people. So mm-hmm. 
that's one thing that stayed the same. So, uh, you know. So none of your likes and dislikes have changed? Not really. So for me, I used to like being a people pleaser. Mm. But now... I don't like being a computer. And I just look to please myself. And if I please you in the meantime, Well, girl, now you said that as a me. That's one of mine, too. Shit. Like, I used, to, <laughs> I used to live for that. I used to live for... If I made someone else happy, that would make my day. Like, I now... Now I like... Yeah. But now I, now I still like making people's day, but it's not the pressure. Um, I used to didn't... I used to not like... Um, y'all remember... Okay, this is for the adults. I used to say I would never suck dick. I used to say that. I remember saying that. And like, ill y'all pee out of there, da 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 And now look at us. But anywho, that's just one of the likes and dislikes. But I can't, let me think of anything else. Is there anything I disliked back then that I like now? I, I, I used to want to drive so bad when I was young. <laughs> I used to be like, ma, I want my license. Cause I didn't get my license until I was 20. So I was, I was late driving. Like I didn't even get my permit till then. Like. That, look, don't judge me. I can't but. That oh, yeah, you sure can. He almost <laughs> killed us. Go check out the vlog. Y'all will see what he almost killed us. But anywho, I used to pray and be like, oh, my God, I just want to drive. I just want to go where I want to go, do what I want to do. I hate driving. I hate everything about driving. I hate putting gas in your car. I hate getting your oil changed. I hate having to drive to get to where you're going. I wish I had a helicopter. Matter of fact, I would be okay being in a car if I had a driver. If I had a personal Uber, I would be so happy right now. But I hate driving. See, my mom. Like being over here at Ladere's house right now, I have to drive home. <laughs> I am dreading. The, and it's only 20 minutes. And I'm dreading <laughs> to drive home. After I got my driver's license, it was shortly after I regretted it. Yeah. Because my mom was like, I need to go to the store. Oh, your mom was making this. you take her places. No, I, she was give me the money oh, she and was I would have to go. You. She was sending me and I'd be like, Oh, see, I guess I'm glad I can't. I'm glad I'm glad I can't. Just leave me alone. Listen. I don't want to drive anymore. Okay. Drive your sister to school today. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling well. Oh. Girl, what? That would get on my nerves. But Did you, you used all. to, when you were younger, maybe because you're a dude, you didn't have to, but I'm asking anyway. When you were younger, did you have to take your sister places with you sometimes? Oh. Um, because, like, for me, my mom would, if I want to go to the movies, she'd be like, take your sister. And I'm like, she's six years younger than me. Why am I taking her with me to the movie? So Chantel didn't let me go nowhere, so I didn't have that problem. I just stopped going places. I was like, my mom about that the other day. She was like, I would give you a rule, and then you would just be like, okay, I'm gonna just sit in my room instead. Because my mom used to be like, my mom, and, and this is our, we're gonna end this topic on like childhoods and how our childhood is different than kids now. And so when I was a kid, my mom used to be like, you can't go nowhere unless I meet their parents, right? Mm -hmm. But because of the school I went to, and I'm not talking shit about y'all, I love my MLK family, I love y'all. But some of y'all parents was not up to the standard that my mom would let me come to y'all house, even though I was cool with some of y'all. And y'all would invite me to y'all house. So this is to let y'all know the reason why I couldn't come to some of the summer parties, the reason why I couldn't come to some of the house parties is because I knew if my mom got on the phone with your mom, your mom, I would never be able to come. So let me just skip all of that. And I would just sit at home. My mom was like, I was so mad when you did that, but it was nothing I could do. I can't make you make me talk to their parents if you're deciding that you're just going to sit in the house instead. And I said, yep. And that's why I only hung around two people. <laughs> Because you already knew they mamas, and I was cool with that. And if I couldn't hang out with them, I was sitting in the house. Or if they wasn't going to be where I was going, and I couldn't finagle a lie, yes, I did lie sometimes. 
But these kids now, bro, these kids do whatever they want. They talk to their parents crazy. They hit their parents. I would, I would put my hand up and slap KP. That would be my last memory. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wake up in the hospital somewhere. She'd be like, oh, you, you good? <laughs> Did you come to your senses? Cause these kids now I'm just like my mom wouldn't let me go to bed if I didn't do all my homework. My mom, I'm the one time she woke me up at three in the morning. I was good asleep. She woke me up at three in the morning because I forgot to clean her kitchen. (laughs) These kids now, these parents is doing everything. Their kids don't got no responsibilities. They don't got no chores. Let me tell you something about chores. I'll give credit to my mother. Chores is what made my house clean to this day. If it wasn't for chores. I know I would not be as clean as I am now. So even though I hated it back then, I appreciate it now. But is there anything from your childhood that's the same? Because you're an educator, so you've got more insight than me. Like Nothing's the same. Um, nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. My mom was like your mom. I could not go nowhere unless she knew the parents. Mm-hmm. My mom was strict on... So we lived on a different side of town than I went to school on because my mom worked on the other side of town. Yeah. She wasn't driving back over there. Oh work. yeah, makes so sense. So I never really like if it was. Oh, that was my mom. You gotta have either a ride there or a ride back. She is not she's doing, not doing both. both. She's not doing both. She wasn't gonna do either actually. Right. If, you if better I, catch the bus listen, home with your friend because I'm not taking you nowhere. Listen, sometimes you had to have both. So for real, my mom was strict. We ate dinner at the kitchen table, no phone. Yep. She did not play about that. Yep, no TV. Um, Even my stuff that had to come to the table. House had to stay clean. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nobody could come to our house. Nothing. My mom did not play. I think after I went off to college, I'm not going to say I think. I know. When I went off to college, my mom lost her mind. Same. When I tell you my sister got to go wherever she wanted to Dang. go, Same. my sister got to eat in her room. Same. My sister got to hang out with her friends all the time. Without meeting parents. My mom lost her damn mind. And then now, you know, I have a nine year old little brother, but, you know, we have the same dad, different moms. Um, my brother yeah. does whatever he wants to do. <laughs> my brother is his own independent little person. And so person. I just be like, okay, chance, do you, bro? <laughs> I wish I could be like them. I remember I told my mom, I said, you got soft, bro. As soon as I got out of here, Asia do whatever she wanted to do. You are soft. I don't care how you try to flip it. You are soft now. You used to be tough as nails. Listen, mom was quick to pull you out think, her milk. You think these parents are 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 less strict now because their parents are so strict on them, so now they're trying to be different? Because that's the only thing it can be. We're in the mixed generation. So in the area that I work in, you know, I work in inner city. So a lot of it is two generations of having to deal with the crack epidemic. Mm. So their parents are drug addicts. And then you have kids who are pretty much raising themselves and their siblings. And so you have to deal with that. And then on the other hand, you have... Parents who raise their kids to, how do I put it, raise their kids, I, and I can say it, it's weird saying this because my brother is in this generation, mm-hmm. but you, they raise their kids on technology. True. I'm going to give you this tablet, and you go leave me alone. Yeah. I'm going to give you this, and so you can leave me alone. And, and you know, at first when they thought they were doing it, they thought it was going to be educational and good for their kid, but they realized that 
or it keeps my kid distracted and I can do whatever I want in this meantime. And so now these kids are pretty much raising themselves with no boundaries and no expectations on what it means to be respectful towards other adults because they don't have to be respectful to their parents at home. Um, like my kids now, they'll tell me, I'm not coming to school on this day because I don't want to. And I'll be like, yo mama gonna make you kill No, she not, she don't care. Baby, what? My mama made me go to school in an ice storm. She said, if the yeah. news don't say school cancel, you taking your ass to that school. Her. If they say they cancel it, the bus gonna come pick you up. Or I'll come pick you up. I ain't never in my life heard a kid tell me that they go tell their mama what they not gonna do. I was like, y'all say that? Yeah, I tell her I ain't doing this, 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 and this. Baby, you're 12. Ah. And their response, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Me neither. If you don't give a fuck about it, I don't give a fuck about it either. But what you're not gonna do is tell me what you're not gonna do. I ain't your mama. Listen. Baby, I was raised in the 90s and early 2000s where you get your ass beat. Y'all were born in the in the late 2000s where shit was different for y'all. I don't know what the fuck you thought was going on in this classroom, but baby, I was raised on a knuck if you buck, and I will buck if you knuck. Okay. And my mama will pop up if you get buck with okay. her child. So, <laughs> it's different. Um, and it makes me realize how I want to raise my kids. Like... I feel there's no reason why my child in middle school should be or elementary school should be taking their cell phone to school. Listen. Baby, you go start from the bottom. You go have your nice little Obama phone. Okay. I am. <laughs> what would you heard? They're gonna have a phone. I still want a full phone right now. If only I'm being because honest. I just I don't want my kids to be exposed to a bunch of different things. So it's looking at how these like that's one thing I can say about being a teacher. It's making me realize how I want to parent my children. Um, Because it's different from when we were little. Mm -hmm. You can't have the same expectations that you had when you were 5, 6, 7, 8, 19 years old and expect that to happen with your child, especially with the way technology is growing and just all the different things that kids are exposed to now because of the internet. So, and then I used to get annoyed hearing that. What? Oh, the internet, this, 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 this. And they said that for our generation, but I'm like, right. meet this new one, this, this, the ones that are going to high school, because yeah. baby, they have lost their mind. Everlasting. This whole little new generation, I ain't never seen nothing like it. <laughs> and so, I'm scared every day. I'm like, these the future leaders of America. God bless us all. <laughs> I used to say that when I was in FBLA, I'm like. Uh, we're the future business leaders of America. We're the we're the future. Now I'm looking at us. I'm like, we are the past. <laughs> we're gonna be the new politicians, bruh. We are. We're gonna know like senators and stuff. Like we're gonna be like, bro, I went to high school with you, and you a whole senator. Or I went to college with you, and you a damn governor. And this is why I say, like, I never. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I never. I never like. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you like when I like like the guy I'm dating right now. He was like, you must have this fantasy from when you was a child of how you. I'm like, no. I've just started building the vision that I want for my life. Um, I I never thought about as we refill our cups. I never thought about like, oh, this is the kind of husband I want, this is the kind of wedding I want. Like I never was that kind of girl because I just never I would live for the day. 
and right. I was barely making it through every day as it was. So the fact that I'm even here talking to y'all on a podcast, I never <laughs> what. But I agree with what you were saying though, the back pill about what you were saying about children. Like I want my kids, like I had one, I was with a client today and she was like that, um, she was talking to her baby daddy to give her some money for Halloween costumes. He was like, that man, that boy is a man. He don't need a Halloween costume. She said he is 17. If he still wants to be a child, I'm gonna let him be a child because he's in high school. So if he wants to have a costume, we're gonna get him a costume because I want my child to be a child for as long as, as he wants to be. Because I have, she's like, I have good boys. And I'm happy about that. They're not out here in the streets. They come home. They love me. They take care of. They take care of the house. Blah blah blah. So and and I agree with that sentiment. And I loved hearing that from her because she's a young mom. She's probably like in her early 30s. She's a young mom. But anyways, I love that what she said because I want my kids to be kids for as long as they can be kids. I want you to still want to go to the park. I want you to still want to hang out with mommy. Or I want you to still, you know, want to be a child. Because when it's time to be an adult, it's going to be time. And it's going to be a and that's long one, And that's one thing I can say about me not visualizing being an adult is I never was one of those kids that was like, oh, she's too grown. Or she's, she's too adult. I never, I was a kid for as long as I could be a kid. And that's why I tell people, like, to not even go to college just for um, the degree, but just to have that in-between time to be half an adult and half a kid Mm -hmm. is definitely beneficial because, like, that's when I had my first apartment. So then I was able to manage how do I pay bills and still have money to have fun? Or if I got to pay my bills and sit in the house, what does that feel like? And to to still be a kid and be like, okay, if I mess up, I can call somebody. But... I want to I want to get it right myself so let me figure out how to do this myself like that time in college I really will say is what made me a great adult is because I didn't have to because I know a lot of people who went to college I mean went to high school and then just joined the workforce and they've been doing good some of them been doing bad but they didn't have that in between time and I think if they did it, it would have made, made them a better difference. adult yeah. if you have that time where you're still a kid but you're kind of an adult because you need that time. Kids deserve to be kids. And I'm in my soapbox after this is people in our generation. This is something I really want to do. Men, women. I really want us to stop telling our kids that they owe us. Mm-hmm. Your child doesn't owe you anything. Whether they have athletic skills. Whether they have academic skills. When they make it, they do not owe you. You decide to have a child. Or God decided to give you a child you wasn't planning for. But you was having sex anyways. Or, you know, life happened, blah, 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 and now you have a child. They do not owe you anything. It is your responsibility to take care of them. It is their birthright to be taken care of. You have options. But they do not owe you anything. So do not raise, I really want us to stop raising our children with the thought that you owe me. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you need to, I did this for you. I'm your mother. You need to do this for me because I'm your mom. No, no, no. Because what that does is creates children and adults who feel like I'm only going to do something for people because I have to. And if I don't have to, I'm not going to. Or it raises people with a guilty conscience all the time. So where, that, like how LaDerek was saying, that took him some work to get through is doing stuff for other people and putting himself first. Because if I feel like I owe everybody, I can't put myself first. But anyways, I'm done. Go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> um, pretty much Aaliyah wrapped us up. I'm sorry. Uh, I be going on a tangent, oh. y'all. I'm sorry. I said we was gonna be. This is gonna be light. We laughed a little. We laughed a good bit. Hee hee har har. Hee hee har har har. 
Um, yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Wednesday or when whatever day it is when you decide to listen to this podcast. We hope you have a great day or had a great day. Yes. Um, just take some time to self-reflect. Think about the things that were happening when you were younger and the things that are happening now and ground yourself. Always find time to feed and to, um, I'll say feed and to just pretty much let out that inner child because we still have that person within us. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what big age we're at now, because maybe 30 is knocking. But, um, you know, just have fun. Live life. Ah, not as knocking. It's knocking, baby. It's knocking. <laughs> Um, you know, just have fun, live life, enjoy yourself, enjoy your surroundings and treat each day like it could be your last day because people are waking up today and dying today. So you never know when your moment is near and you never know the experiences that you're going to have throughout their day. So I just say, you know, live life to the fullest. I know it sounds cliche, but you have to really live life to the fullest. Um, just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Listen to music that you listened to when you were 10 years old and realize, like, okay, this motherfucker at 10, I was a little off. (laughs) But, you know, this 20-some-year-old me or 30-some-year-old me or whatever age you are is more mature and more whatever. Just have fun. It doesn't have, life doesn't have to be so serious all the time. So serious. But we thank you guys for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day, or I hope you had a great day. Yes, you have a great day. You're just starting your day with that. Okay, bye. Bye.